Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Simpia on SAFM, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. So when was the last time that you went to the movies to go and watch a movie at a cinema or how often do you go? Some great news uh, for Sturkin Co. that is. The company has secured a 250 million rand investment helping it exit business rescue. The investment comes uh, from UK-based uh, manager Blantai Capital as well as the South African asset manager Greenpoint Capital. About 800 jobs were on the line as the company struggled to make ends meet after it was hit by COVID-19 and the rise of online streaming platforms is the cinema business still a viable option in this digital age Jan Vermeulen editor at my broadband now joining us on the line Jan before we get into the conversation do you remember the last time we had the movies yeah indeed we uh, went to go see Top Gun as well earlier yeah and, uh, I, might have, I might have gone to go see something else in the meantime but that's the one that sticks out okay so you do you go frequently not anymore mm-hmm. um so it's it's and it's honestly it's got nothing to do with necessarily the movies. Like we'll we'll um, you know make an effort for uh, certain Marvel movies, not even all Marvel movies. Mm. Um, but uh, it's the cost. Um, so uh, you know if if you uh, you know if you go to the movies just you know twice a month, that's uh, uh, or, or once a month, that's a chunk of change um, out of your pocket yeah. just because of how expensive it's become. Yeah. And I wonder then, because of the online streaming, I know um, Netflix um, and, and, and the other guys as well are trying to control how many people get access to a single account. Um, but that also then feeds into, um, sure, I have this urge to watch a brilliant movie, um, but rather would rather stream instead of driving to the movies, because that's also a cost implication. Yeah. Uh, so it's the, the, the time, the cost. You know, it has to happen on on a set schedule. You know, the the world the the world has kind of changed. You know, uh, things are more on demand. Mm. People are used to YouTube and Netflix, um, but the, the, that doesn't mean that there's no future necessarily for movies. But um, uh, yeah, and and on the topic of of uh, streaming and the the, the partial sharing crackdowns, is even if you um, take that into account, even if you make it that. You know, suddenly, you know, my mom can't, you know, share my Netflix account or it, whatever the case might be. You know, however people um, might be doing that, and 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 those people now have to get their own Netflix accounts. It's still cheaper. Yeah. Um, you know, it's much cheaper than going to the movies every month. Okay. And then speak to us about um, this 250 million rand investment. What do you make of it? And also the question that we're asking: whether uh, the cinema business is still viable. Yeah, so so the 250 million, according to the business rescue practitioner, was essential to to getting Sturkinicor back into a healthy position where it can trade responsibly. Um, so you know, uh, ostensibly to, to to cover to cover its debts. Um, uh, so uh, the, that's in the in the statement that they released today is that they they've covered a bunch of their debts. And um, and also that's then good for what they call their, their trade creditors um, who, uh, you know, get to keep doing business with Sturkinicor. So that would be, you know, all the people um, that, uh, you know, that Sturkinicor gives money to, you know, whether it's suppliers of, of the popcorn and, and the drinks and, and sweets and, um, you know, uh, chairs, cleaners. Um, you know, it's uh, uh, like there's, there's a huge ecosystem around mm. this that would be affected if, if cinemas were to shut down. Um, but yeah, on the viability, 
um, there's there's a couple of things, and that's that you know these are these are venues that are anchors inside malls around the country, um, and they can certainly do more than show movies. And, yeah. and um, you see, you know, um, people and companies booking out uh, movie c- cinemas, theaters uh, to to do stuff. Um, you know, so whether it's presentations or um, events, whatever the case might be, um, you know, a conference or, or, or whatever. There's, there's hordes of stuff um, that uh, the cinema chains can, can look at doing um, that, that they have a, a huge facility for. You know, they, they have these massive auditoriums hmm. um, that need not only be used for, for showing films. They can be used for all kinds of things. And, uh, and that's probably something we're going to have to look at um, you know, it, it all depends on what the data yeah. shows them. Um, that that's something that they'll have to pay attention to. How many butts and seats are there? Um, you know, what are people paying, willing to pay for movie tickets? Um, you know, what sort of the maximum amount of movie tickets that you can yeah. sell in a month? Uh, which movies sell best? All that stuff. You factor all that in, and you go, okay, am I still viable then? Mm-hmm. Um, or do I need to be looking at something else, like potentially becoming an events company? Yeah, which then speaks to which speaks to conferencing. There's another element about um, the online shopping, for instance, because when when we do go to the movies, or sometimes when you just go to go buy something at um, at the store at at, at a mall or something, and uh, uh, on your periphery, you see that uh, there's this movie that's coming out and perhaps you get interested. But now that more and more people are going the online option of shopping, I wonder if that also has an impact on being able to draw in um, customers who would be in the mall. Right. Um, yeah. So mall foot traffic, uh, I'm sure, is is, a, is an issue. Um, I, I feel like, you know, once again, we'll have to wait until the, the, the data the exact you know data comes out that it feels like that's recovering since the lockdown. Um, but the thing is that the econ- the, oh, the the sort of uh, macroeconomic situation um, uh, in South Africa in particular, but all around the world, is going to kind of put a dampener on that. Right? People don't have as much money to spend on luxuries now yeah. than they did just four years ago, um, and that's going to have a tremendous impact on luxury industries like the movies, um, and yeah, I mean, I- immediately, you know, people will be careful about how much money they're spending on transport, um, which affects how frequently they'll visit the mall, which exactly, um, to your point, affects, you know, then, you know, just walking past the thing, and like, oh, you know, I actually feel like seeing that. Oh, look, it's two o'clock. It's about mm. to start. Let me, let me go in quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, um, something a little bit more spontaneous than yeah. uh, having to, you know, plan uh, you know, days or hours in advance to, mm-hmm. to go and see so, so maybe something around what what's happening now with the tourism industry as well, where some people are making the argument that um, that the way the pricing is currently worked out, which um, is more for especially your high end, more a dollar denomination, um, equivalent to a dollar denomination, um, to gain access to, let's say, whatever spa it is or a lodge that is. And people are saying that, but you should have prices that are for locals. I've got a tweet here from Medwin who says that paying 105 Rand for a 2D movie doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, you know, when a Netflix subscription, and Netflix is one of the more expensive uh, streaming platforms in the country, and with good reason, it's, it's one of the best value ones. Um, 
but it charges you for a, for a basic subscription in South Africa 100 rand a month and, and gives you access to an immense catalog of stuff. Mm. So, so, going, so spending 100 rand on, on watching one, one movie on a big screen is a massive luxury. And, and you know, what, what these um, theaters try to do, they obviously try to offer specials and Stokinikor, I think they still offer uh, like a, a, a club. You know, you, you get like a card and then you get X movies per month. Um, but, you know, the, the fact is that Hollywood isn't quite what it used to be either. And with after the lockdown, and so uh, a lot of a lot of good stuff is coming to streaming platforms instead, to Netflix, to Amazon Prime Video, Apple TV Plus, Disney. You know, especially with Disney um, yeah. launching its own streaming service and it being now available in South Africa. Um, you know, you can. Uh, I, I speak on a correction, but uh, the last I checked, for example, um, we didn't go and watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness on the big screen in the end. Uh, because I knew it was going to come to Disney within two weeks of being re- released in theater. And so I just waited for it to come on Disney Plus and watched it there. And I think a lot of people are going to do the same. And especially with things with, you know, if, if, um, w- with movies like Marvel movies, which was like a guaranteed seller for Sturkinico and New Metro, I think it's a huge blow uh, to, to have those movies become available so soon after their theatrical releases on a streaming platform. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's just the, the, the new reality that they're going to have to, um, that they're going to have to um, operate in. They're going to have to figure out how to make it work sure. um, in, the, in, the, in the world of streaming and, and uh, find a price point mm. that, um, you know, that people are, are, are happy to pay where they go, Yo, you know, like now I've got to choose. I can either buy Netflix for the whole month or I can yeah. go watch one movie. Yeah, but I guess also then, um, fi- finally, Jan, for um, creatives as well in the industry, because what we're seeing as well, like for instance, Netflix would have a budget that's made available for the development of new movies, so say perhaps that we'd like to fund these guys um, for movie production and so forth. And obviously that would mean it's a Netflix production, and the only place that you're going to watch that at is going to be on a Netflix platform. So there's almost this some would say it, it is democratizing the space. However, though, it is having an impact on this ecosystem that has been built, which uh, cinemas also rely on. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, the, a potential impact to um, local creative industries and, and, and all that stuff. So obviously, you know, Netflix um, and, uh, and Disney as well, I think, um, are, are, are investing. And then, of course, you know, it's got multi-choice with its streaming platform, Showmax, they're investing in, in local productions, yeah. um, or, or at least in producing locally. So Disney doesn't have local productions, but it might shoot some stuff in South Africa and use South African talent to yeah. do that. Um, uh, but, you know, it's, it's, um, I, you know there's, there's a debate to be had about, you know, um, how many jobs are, would be lost mm-hmm. if the cinema ecosystem were to fold in South Africa versus how many would be created. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, through the streaming industry. Jan, thank you so much for your time. Jan Vermeulen is the editor at My Broadband. It's a minute after half past four. Time for the news headlines.